Hello, and thanks for tuning in to Discover DEP, the official podcast of the New Jersey Department of Environmental Protection. I'm your host, Gladys Geron. Each week, we talk with DEP experts, scientists, and environmental professionals about how we protect and preserve New Jersey's air, land, water, and natural and historic resources. You can subscribe to Discover DEP on iTunes or Google Play. You can also follow Discover DEP on the web at nj.gov DEP. Thanks for listening. Hi, this is Bob Bostock, and welcome to another edition of Discover DEP. In the fall of 2016, the city of Trenton, our capital city, joined the DEP Community Collaborative Initiative. If you've heard some of our previous broadcasts, you know that the CCI is a solutions-oriented partnership among governmental, nonprofit, private, and community-based agencies. And the CCI was formed to plan and implement innovative strategies to improve the environment and the quality of life in New Jersey cities. This city that we're talking about today, of course, our capital city, the great historic city of Trenton. The collaborative is building upon the success of environmental initiatives that were already underway here in Trenton and initiatives that were made possible by the efforts and resources of multiple partners, all of whom have come together to address the complex environmental issues present here in Trenton. So today we are joined by Julie Krauss, who is Trenton's single point of contact here at DEP. Julie, welcome and thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Julie, tell us a little bit in your words why we have the CCI program. The city of Trenton, like many cities in New Jersey, has a concentration of environmental challenges, whether it's lack of open space or concentration of brownfield sites, aging infrastructure. And all of these challenges really are a consequence of the city's great industrial history. You know, you see on that bridge, Trenton makes the world takes. And as a result, because of all the activity in the past that has been here, industrial activity, there are quite a bit of challenges environmentally. Yeah, so these environmental issues, whether it's having floodways associated with the Delaware River or the Assunpink Creek, which runs through Trenton, or the dense development pattern or the aging infrastructure, all of them come with their own set of environmental regulations on how to address those issues. And when you're piling all these environmental challenges with the regulations and requirements that come with them, it can get very messy and challenging to move projects forward through this maze of requirements. So We have CCI so that myself, I can work directly with the city and the other partners, understand which projects are most important to them and help navigate them through not only the environmental requirements, but when other state agencies need to get involved or other federal agencies or county agencies. So just to really be there to support the city and the local community in advancing projects that are most important to them. You use the word navigate, which I think is such a great word to use in this context because all of the different regulations, federal, state, et cetera, can pile up on one another. And you know, sometimes you can think you're done and then you find out there's another regulation. So the CCI really helps everybody kind of identify, I guess, up front what they've got to do to make sure a project can move forward. Right. And then walk with them through that process. Not only identify what the process is, but hold everyone's hand and and be there with them every step of the way. Mm -hmm. And CCI works closely with a lot of partners. And we also try to leverage a lot of expertise and funding sources to get these projects moving forward. And so when Not only do you have the environmental regulations you need to be compliant with, but you also have 
a lot of funding requirements, and you need to make sure that you meet both the environmental requirements and the standards that come with the multiple funding sources. So you have a lot of kind of complexities and intricacies that we try to work through collaboratively and proactively with the city and the partners. That's great. Folks in the city and everybody who's concerned about these environmental challenges must be really glad to have someone to kind of shepherd or navigate them through this process. Yeah, I've received positive reactions so far, and and sometimes it's on some really complicated projects, like we're daylighting the stream right now, and sometimes it's just being there for the city, for them to to call me and say, hey, I submitted this document to the department about three weeks ago. Can you check on the status? I haven't heard anything. So, you know, we kind of run the spectrum of the type of assistance that we provide. So you, as the single point of contact, must develop a really close working relationship with the city and the others who are involved in these projects. Absolutely. I'd say I'm in contact with representatives from the city nearly every day or every other day, just a quick phone call, and, and their building is right next to ours, so often hand-deliver documents as opposed to, you know, sending them through the mail, so the, the benefit of, of physically working close to someone as well. Yeah, that does help. Uh, you mentioned a minute ago, daylighting of a stream. I think that's the Essen Pink. Yep. Tell us a little bit about that project. Yeah, daylighting of the Essen Pink Creek is a, a very exciting project. First, tell us, what does it mean to daylight a stream? Yeah, so about... Maybe in the 1970s or so, the Assunpink Creek was covered over and put into a concrete culvert, I think making way for potential future redevelopment that, that never came. So I guess at that time, it was kind of seen that the stream wasn't an environmental asset, so let's cover over it, put concrete on top and around it, and, and maybe we could develop on top of it one day. I think the, the concepts and the perspectives has changed on that. And so now we're actively removing that concrete box that the creek is in and daylighting the stream, bringing it back to the surface so that residents and visitors and employees and workers in the city can see the stream once again. So it'll have some environmental benefits of creating more appropriate habitat for aquatic species and also creating two acres of open space really in the the downtown center of Trenton. So it's exciting because it has environmental components, social components, some economic development components. And it's a project the department is doing in partnership with the city and with the Army Corps of Engineers. Sounds very complicated. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's been in the works for about 20 years. And unfortunately, a couple of years ago, it hit a funding shortage, which really put it at, at jeopardy yeah, yeah. Of, of not coming to fruition. But the partners got together about a year and a half or two years ago and said, how can we get this project moving forward? So when the project is done, what will people see? You're not just taking off the top of the concrete and leaving the rest of the concrete in there, right? It's going to look like the Assam Pink is supposed to look. Absolutely. It's going to be a restored stream bed with native plantings around it. There will also be a kind of courtyard, brick courtyard patio, so that there's some opportunity to sit and enjoy and recreate around the park as well. That's great. And the Assam Pink played a pretty significant role in American history, too, during the Battle of Trenton. Absolutely. And the aftermath of that during those 10 crucial days. So it's nice to see it coming back to light. Yep. Tell us about some of the other projects that uh, you have going on with the city of Trenton as part of the CCI. Yeah. So further upstream along the Assam Pink Creek is this project called the Assam Pink Greenway, which is about 100 acres of continuous property that is envisioned to be a, a full park. Right now, maybe only about a third of it or so is developed into the park. The rest is property that is in need of remediation and then park development. So one of the projects going on right now is building a community 
pool and swimming area. There was one there several years ago. It had reached the end of its useful life. And with support from Green Acres, the city is moving forward with building a pool. Projects like this make such a difference, not just to the environment, but also to the quality of life of the citizens who live here in Trenton, don't they? Absolutely. And that's where we try to find where we can advance not only an environmental project, but one that has social benefits, economic benefits, quality of life benefits, really find that sweet spot where everyone can get behind it and, and you know, cheer when it's reached the finish line. Yeah, and it just makes the city a, a more desirable place to live, which has all sorts of ripple effects throughout the entire community. Absolutely. Yeah, which is great. Are there any other projects kind of on the drawing board or underway that are happening or about to happen here in Trenton through the CCI or otherwise? Yeah, some of the other things that we're working on with with different partners is trying to install some green infrastructure throughout the city, which is a way to manage stormwater, kind of using natural systems like trees and vegetation and rain gardens. So we're looking forward to doing some demonstration projects over the next year or so to put them in in locations throughout the community and we can see how they fare there, how they not only manage stormwater but create some more open space. It seems kind of incredible uh, to me now in 2018 that, you know, back when everything was being paved, folks didn't quite understand that making permeable surfaces impermeable was going to increase the threat of floods, even from relatively modest rains. And particularly when you're on a river and you've got a creek, as Trenton does, addressing those problems is really important. Mm -hmm. In some of the other conversations we've had about CCI, it always comes up how important it is to reconnect these cities to their waterfronts. I assume that's part of the vision for CCI for Trenton as well. On the Delaware River, not just a great American river that has so much history around it, uh, going back to pre-colonial times. So what are we doing to reconnect the city to the river? Absolutely. Um, so we have the, the reconnection project to the Assunpink Creek, the, the daylighting, but we're also working towards some reconnection to the Delaware River. Now, this is something that the city and other partners have envisioned for many years, ever since really the installation of Route 29 that really served to sever the community and the downtown neighborhood from the Delaware River. We are working jointly with the Department of Transportation to develop a riverfront park and a pedestrian access to that riverfront park along the Delaware. And we really want that to complement all of the previous plans that have been developed and envisioned by the community and and in support of Trenton's new master plan, Trenton 250, which fully envisions a reconnection to the Delaware waterfront. And we see this small park as an incremental step to support that longer vision and, and hopefully create some more momentum for a future waterfront connection. Tell us a little bit about this Trenton 250 master plan. Yeah. What does it envision over the long term? Yeah, um, Trenton. And I assume 250 doesn't mean it's going to take 250 years to do it. No, it's uh, <laughs> Trenton 250 is recognizing, I think, the 250th anniversary of the city being incorporated as mm-hmm. a city, something like that. And it really envisions the city being a premier economic and cultural destination, um, a vibrant, urban, thriving city built on culture and arts and, and economic development. Trenton has so many assets that in no small measure have not been able to be fully realized because of the various environmental challenges that the city faces. You know, I'm always astonished that, to think that we have the second oldest state capitol building in continuous use in the country. Annapolis is the only one that's been Mm. in continuous use longer than ours. We've got the War Memorial. We've got the old barracks, the the Battle Monument. So much history took place here. So seeing the city come back 
the environmental remediation projects are such an important part of helping the city really reach its goals for its 250th anniversary. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Julie, given the history of this city, when you do a project such as the Aspen Pink Daylighting that we discussed a few minutes ago, is there any archaeology involved to see if maybe there's some cool stuff down there under the ground as we're doing the construction? Yeah, absolutely. So not only was the site of the Aspen Creek part of the Second Battle of Trenton, but it was also where many mills were located more than 100 years ago. And so as part of developing this project, there was a full archaeological investigation performed to get a handle on what was there previously and what we might run into during construction. And as part of a construction requirement, there will be an archaeologist on site for part of the construction when they're doing excavation in the more sensitive areas. It will be interesting to see what, if anything, they turn up. Yeah, part of me is hoping that they don't turn anything up because uh, that always delays the project. Correct, <laughs> but finding something pretty neat would would add, you know, another level of interest to this project. No doubt about it. So as we look at CCI in general now in four communities: Camden, Perth Amboy, Trenton, and Bayonne. What do you think are some of the overarching elements of CCI that have made it a success so far? Yeah, I think what it really comes down to is developing a personal relationship between the DEP and the city and their local partners. It's knowing them on a first-name basis, understanding what their day-to-day challenges are from their perspective, understanding how we can be a proactive partner in that. And it's really about that relationship building and and building that trust. So the collaborative part is really key. Absolutely. It's not just top down, the state or the federal government coming and saying, you must do this, 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 in this way, on this date, by that date. It's really, it's a true collaboration, isn't it? Right. And we also, when we understand what's important to the local community and what projects they're working on, we try to bring some DEP perspective to it and and say, well, did you think about maybe adding some green infrastructure to this project? Or did you think about adding some educational component? We might be able to bring in some additional expertise or funding resources. And we try to help further develop the projects that you know, the city is already moving forward with. So what do you think the future of the CCI is here in New Jersey? Are there plans to add some more cities going forward or do we have the four picked and that'll be it for a while? What is, what's the future? Yeah, I am hopeful um, and optimistic that CCI will continue to grow and be relevant not only in our four cities, but hopefully in more cities and perhaps expand and take a new flavor to working um, with counties or working on inner municipal projects that are large infrastructure or energy or, you know, things that require a lot of coordination, require proactive perspective and working with partners. So I think there's a lot of different ways that CCI can grow, and I'm, I'm hopeful that we are able to do that. I think the thing that has always impressed me particularly about CCI is the fact that all of the different groups that you bring together all pretty much share the exact same goal. But not everybody always has the same idea how to reach that goal. So through the collaboration, you're able to to get everybody moving in the same direction towards the same goal as opposed to people moving in different directions that may not be particularly efficient. Yeah, we try to identify our mutual interests that we share and also be respectful and cognizant of where our differences are, and but not let those differences impede progress. 
Julie, is CCI the only work you do here at DEP? I, I suspect not because it seems everybody I talk to wears lots of different hats. Yeah, there's certainly plenty of CCI Trenton work that could keep me busy my whole time here, but I also am the assistant to the director of Division of Water Quality. We have some really important initiatives that we're working on right now, like combined sewer overflows, which affects not only Trenton, but 21 other cities throughout the state. So I spent a lot of my time trying to work on advancing reduction in combined sewer overflows. Wow. So they keep, we keep you busy. That you do. Well, I think as we look at particularly Camden, which was the first CCI uh, city that is now, what, five years into the CCI process mm-hmm. or more, and see the successes that are down there that are being replicated in uh, these other cities that uh, are part of the CCI. I think we can uh, say with a fair degree of confidence that this is a model that will be replicated elsewhere in New Jersey and probably even followed around the country. Yeah. Yeah. So I think CCI has a great future, and that is due in no small part to Julie Krauss and all of her colleagues here at DEP and, of course, all of her partners and CCI's partners in the uh, cities with which they have worked, the local governments, the nonprofits, the other organizations that have been involved. So, Julie, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your day to be with us. Tell us a little bit about the exciting things that are going on right here in our capital city of Trenton through CCI, and uh, we look forward to talking more in the future about future projects. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Discover DEP. If you have comments on this podcast or ideas for future podcast topics, please email us at podcast at dep.nj.gov. Enjoy the rest of your day.